All right. Welcome to the People of Culture podcast. We, the POC of the POC, are here to unpack everything culture because culture can literally be anything. Woohoo! It's been a minute. It's been too long since you've been gone. That song popped up on my Spotify. I finally know who Monifa is. Yes, Monifa. Yeah, she has a couple hits under her belt. I didn't realize that. Of course. See, I learned about her from BAPS, though. (laughs) I was too young. The class, the gospel. Right. Because I'm, that was like, she can dance, and I'm the next Monifa. (laughs) It's been too long. It's been too long. If you don't know what I'm doing, talking about homework, watch BAPS. Yes. Watch BAPS and watch the scene with um, the two stars from BAPS and um, Heavy D. I mean, yeah. rest in peace, Heavy D. Yes, absolutely. Amazing, just comedic timing was amazing. Like, you'd never seen Halle Berry like this. And you probably Ooh. will never will. Ever again. Never Ever again. again. That was her time. She proved herself and she was like, I'm leaving my grill (laughs) and bamboo earrings. Yep. I'm moving on to better things such as boomerang. Fan hair extensions. I forgot she was in a bunch of black 90s films before Mm -hmm. she moved on to different Monster Ball-esque type films. Yes, now I'm the Hollywood Halle Berry. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Don't get it twisted. Yes, she yeah, do your homework, check your roots. Check your roots, <laughs> check, check your roots. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, the last time we got together, we were yeah. talking about culture vultures, Ooh. aka what is her name again? Yes, Jules. Yes, Jules. Again, yeah. I think the best way to defeat culture vultures is to straight up ignore them and not know who they are. Yeah, like who? Who, who is she? <laughs> I don't uh, know that girl. Just, just uh, the thing that does—it's not her that bothers me. It's, it's the black men that back her. Daniel sees her. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was a terrible update to the. Oh man, that was, <laughs> like that is what I just did not need. Like, who asked you? The statement was bad enough, but the video, like, if you catch the video, he's got blonde platinum hair. He's with a bunch of other black people who also have blonde, blonde platinum hair. hair. What in the world? Talking about how black people just need to get over shit. Like, what? You're trying so hard to assimilate I'm right so, now. I'm so confused. I hate that term when they say black people need to get over shit. Like, nobody, like I said, me and Joe were just talking about this. Yes. Nobody tells Jews to just get over shit. Nobody tells the Japanese to, hey, just get over that bomb thing. That only happened at one time. No one says those kinds of things. Well, they kind of do. We kind of just don't talk about it. (laughs) Well, well, my thing is that you shouldn't. Right. Right. You shouldn't. Does America pay anything to Japan? Nope. They don't get anything. They nope. should get something. It's a, it's a very like, much a rule of like, well, you started it, so we finished it. I guess it was war, but still, that's stupid. I don't know. I feel like there needs to be... America's got a high bill. A super high bill. They still don't... Uh, there's a bunch of people out there who don't know that we had Japanese internment camps here in the U.S. Yeah. Here in the U.S. Right. And it wasn't just Japanese people. It was anybody they thought might be Japanese. Any, AKA anybody who was Asian. They were just... Anybody, 
Hey, you. You look Asian-esque. Let's go ahead and get in here. I'm Filipino. You know, you look, in in their terms, you look oriental. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. You you call you seasoning. You look like seasoning. Throw you in here. How are you supposed to fix something that refuses to get mended? How how are you supposed to get over something that's constantly broken? I'm telling you. I, I always think it's funny when people say that because it's like with all the psychology research on the whole fact of you can't rush nobody's healing mm-hmm. that they that it only it doesn't apply to anything else but like you know their personal relationships like right. <laughs> like the you know this whole oh, well, you know, you guys should get over it because that was a long time ago conversation is is another thing about you not rushing people's healing. Yep. And, like, you didn't compensate. You didn't do anything to help the healing. You just, like, I said I'm sorry. It's, it's very much the equivalent of I'm sorry you feel that way, but um, yeah. <laughs> taking no responsibility for how we actually got here in the right. first place. Exactly, oh. exactly. So people are trash. Yeah. America got a high Ooh, bill. One day, one day, high bill, high money. <laughs> Moving on to lifesavers and shoutouts with that positive transition. Mm-hmm. I want to shout out the read. They get in the show. They get in the show live and in action. Yes, on fuse. That's crazy. Excited. Can't wait. That is amazing. I can't wait to see how this is supposed to shake down. I very much hope it's like, um, oh, I can't even think of what they're called now. Oh, what is their name? The, the Bronx what? guys. Deuces oh, and Mara. Deuces and Mara. I hope it's very much like the Bodega Boys where they go over pop culture situations, mm-hmm. give their two cents, and get some interviews. I'm sure it's going to be like that. It's, I'm sure it'll even be better than I you. hope it's good. I'm sorry. I did for them. They just don't. I hope it is good. Just dope. Yes. So shout out to them. I mean, that's that would be my my um, shout out to for real too because I I they are they deserve they absolutely deserve they deserve. I remember watching Kid Fury from with his orange wall. Right. (laughs) Bad life. And now the baddie is wearing Balenciaga. Uh-huh. Exactly. And putting Gucci suits in the back of his closet because he don't play that. Gucci <laughs> suits in the back of his closet. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Until they respect us. The fact that you can put a Gucci suit in the back of your closet, I mean, to me, that that's... Right? You know, exactly. <laughs> like, you know what? I have other things to wear. <laughs> Do you? That's amazing. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Just like, wait, what? Okay. Okay, get it. Uh-huh. I got other shit to wear. That's <laughs> crazy. I also wanted to shout out Superwoman, aka Lily Singh. This is a YouTuber that I followed for okay. quite some time. This is a girl who grew up in Brampton, Canada, or Toronto. Brampton, Toronto. Brampton, yeah. That's Toronto. Well, it's Ontario, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's getting a late night show. NBC picked her up. Doing big, big things, popping big things, popping big things. She's the first woman of color to hold the position ever, ever. That's just crazy. 
that this is the first that you're the first of what? anything now in 2019. It's just crazy, but it's happening. Every time I hear it, it's bizarre. Bizarre. So I wanted to give a shout out to her as well. Do you have any other shout outs? Um, no. No, it's been a really rough week actually to me in the news. Yes, so. news haven't been great, Betsy DeVos. So, no, fuck that. Just, just <laughs> why? Just, just why? So, yeah, Mueller report was let down. A lot of things. A lot of things. The Jesse Smollett situation. A lot of things. A lot of things. Yeah, I, I, I'm still conflicted. We'll, we'll get to that in the, the uh pop culture cool. great can't wait let's go ahead and move on <laughs> yeah pop good all right. all right hey it's shay sheree and if you're looking for something funny to see on the internet check out shay sheree show on everything instagram youtube snapchat make sure you check out shay sheree show All right. So we all are right. here in the what pop culture cul-de-sac. What's going on, Shay? Okay, so right now in the pop culture cul-de-sac, there is a ton of stuff. First, I just really want to say, um, you know, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Joe just found out kind of who. Yep, he is. I did. I found out <laughs> when the bad news struck. Wanda, she's like, who is? Right. I feel like I should know, but I don't know. Right? I thought he was an activist from, from Baltimore, but no. <laughs> nope, not even close. No, but he is activism is is somewhat of what yeah. he does for sure. He he's uh he is a rapper out of uh, the Los Angeles area, Slauson and Crenshaw to be mm-hmm. exact. He ha- is a gentleman that um of course raps but his main thing was really using rap to be an influence a positive influence for his community Mm -hmm. and getting people to um buy back the block he was one of those original rappers that were talking about let's buy back the block let's support local artists let's start you know Let's start our own stuff. He owns all his masters, which is wow. really unheard yeah. of. You know, so it's very, uh, it's a big thing for people to, um, they're really pushing for people to really um, push his music sales to in order to help his family. He does have, um, I think he has three children. And one is with, uh, no, he has two children. One his son is with um, Lauren London, the actress, aka Nunu, aka almost a professional baby mama, you know. <laughs> no yes, shade, but no shit. No, no shit. Yeah, a little lack of shade, but uh, I I can't imagine losing like I mean they were literally just putting out all this stuff with you know them together and you know kind of being this next new really positive it couple mm-hmm. i mean he to me gave her a lot more dimensions i you know i just thought she was like this you know you know kind of street girl yeah. like not a lot going on and you know apparently he you know was you know he was a very learned man he was more like a you know uh, 
I don't want to say Malcolm X, but like, you know, very into reading a lot of, you know, black liberation mm-hmm. books. And apparently that was her way now. That's what she was reading. You know, they they had started, you know, you know, trying to develop businesses together mm-hmm. and creating uh, things for um, the children of um, the L.A. area, the inner city children and, you know, really starting them from young you know, staying away from the violence and getting them into STEM. That was his actual big thing. He was very big on, um, you know, starting a lot of STEM Uh programs in the area. So, I mean, he was basically, you know, bringing Wakanda to the area, which is amazing. And, you know, um, and unfortunately, it's only in his passing where we're really finding out all that he, you know, had done for the Mm -hmm. community, you know, other than be this, you know, really tall Eritrean, you know, rapper. So, um, you know, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace, you know, and, and be with his family and friends that are deeply affected by this to, Big middle finger to all these people that have been sharing the video of him bloodied on the ground. What the hell? Like, he just got shot and all the blood and everything. And, you know, there's people running up to the front of the store, like, recording it and sharing it all over Twitter. I mean, y'all gotta stop that shit, like gotta stop it like you do it so quickly and they're like tagging lauren london and all tagging her yes like they're they're they're, people are wow wow that's monstrous no that's terrible could you imagine that like dealing with the death of the love of your life and then having everyone like look 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 this is him dying look at him dying just for attention and likes no no I could not. Yeah, because I mean, you're literally not getting anything out of it other yes. than this and share. So, I mean, y'all, y'all really gotta learn. I, I don't know when, but I don't know who else gotta die right. for you to learn. But that's awful. That terrible. Um, so Eric Holder uh, was this <laughs> gang member. That was that is the lead suspect in Nipsey Hussle's mm-hmm. murder, um, aka Shitty. Mm-hmm. That's his name, oh, Shitty. On the wow, street. okay. Um, I think it's rather fitting because obviously uh-huh. he ain't shit. Um, for this senseless gang violent monster, yeah, what monster activity, monster. But thank goodness the streets were talking and they got him. So we shall see, you know, how this proceeds on. On to some other news. Uh, yeah, because that was a lot. Uh, you know, like I said, rest, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. Um, prosecutors are reportedly planning to give, you know, Aunt Becky and Felicity Huffman <laughs> plea deals with of prison course. time. They're going to face maybe up to five years in prison, which translates into yeah. nothing. Translate into like a donation and maybe some probation. Yeah. Again, another donation. You could just donate and get out of jail time for donating your way into 
elite schools. Like that is just ugh, America. I, to me, that's why I'm like, what's wrong with you paying reparations? I mean, y'all got money to to pay you get your stupid ass right? kids in school. Like, what's wrong with giving everybody a couple grand? Right. Like, I don't understand. Exactly. <sighs> anyway, yeah. So that's that's what's going on with that. Um, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure nothing will happen with that um, at all. Like right. nothing right. exactly. <laughs> will happen with that. And, you know, you, you folks should be ashamed. <laughs> it's terrible. Like, like you should be ashamed. But, I mean, really, there's nothing else. Is there anything? else really going on in in the world i mean other than Jesse's i mean what, what's, <laughs> Je- girl jesse this is exhausting i don't know what's going on with jesse smollett jesse smollett apparently is now out and you know has been acquitted of all, all the, things. the things all of the things all of the things all of the things every single one please of the tell things. me it's going to be an empire episode i want the breakdown but apparently people said that he's still lying, that he actually, you know, did do community service. They just took, struck a deal, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't know any deals they strike where they expose yes. the record. But... Like this. Um, what? A couple of donations to the city? I mean, he's rich, but he isn't that rich. He literally is on the rich <laughs> show, y'all. What? Watch like it. one show I haven't seen any he hasn't been on like any ads or anything like that like I don't even think he got poo safe right? that's like that's when I was talking about like no Mm-mm. at least poo freaking right so I, I don't know many questions so many questions mm-hmm. um Tamar Braxton is still crying about Vince oh and how is she getting a divorce? I I don't know when this is happening. It it really is sounding more like her best friend uh-huh. Tiny. Uh, <laughs> that like we divorced and then don't talk about my husband. And then I hate him. Oh, no. He he cheated on me with white women. And excuse me, you, ain't nobody can say anything about my husband but right. me. I'm like, so what is take, it, girl? Take a side. <laughs> what is it? I just keep them lifted up in prayer because you know I don't like I don't like divorce I don't think it's that great um unless you know of course you're in danger or something but they both are 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 rough kind of people well okay yeah so I mean I I don't think anything is coming to blows but apparently mom Mama Braxton did say something about how he hits the child and I'm one hits Tamar and I'm like how is that happening exactly right I mean like I could feel like I could just outrun this like I could just make a quick left turn (laughs) quick fake out just a quick fake out and he gonna be on the floor and then like. I don't know. I don't think that. I don't, I don't think that's know. anything to play around with. I don't think you should be throwing around accusations. No. Yeah, because I mean, and like Tamar was like, I don't know where you got that, right? But you know how sometimes black mamas just be going, just be going off like, not <laughs> oh, true. What? Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that. 
did anybody right. say that? How did we get here? Right. Did this just... Yes. Oh, okay. And then this is this is a cute news, but I think somebody is getting oh. fired. Um, there has been a a photo leak. Um, of Beyonce's children. Have you seen this, Joe? Yes, look it up on Google right now. How? How did they get those leaks? (laughs) I don't know. I have no idea. And and I was uh, because I found out on Twitter, um, because of Crystal Jeremy Barry. She was like, somebody is getting ready to die. (laughs) If you die, you just die because. It looks like somebody was in her house and took a picture and then wow. <laughs> of Blue Ivy and the wow. twins. I mean, they are absolutely gorgeous. Wow. However, did Beyonce clear that? At all? Did Jay-Z? Oh, gosh. That's terrifying. Yeah. So I can't imagine somebody coming to my house and taking a picture of a picture I have in my house. That is so crazy. Wow, I'm trying to look it up and there's a lot of news outlets that are scared to post the photo that leaked. <laughs> so I just know it happened, but no, ain't nobody posting it. You haven't seen it, Joe? Nope. You need to, okay, I'm about to go on Twitter and like tag you in, I mean, just follow um, what is it? Uh, what, what is it? If you Follow um, Crystal. It's in her. It's in, in the thread. thread. Yes. Yeah. No. None of nobody is actually showing the pictures. Hell, she said they never. They never would. They would not do. Absolutely not. Nobody. None of them are going. No one's doing that because then you're going to have blame. No. Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely not. It's a black and white photo of all. A black them. and white photo. Yeah. I cannot mm-hmm. find it now. Yeah, I think people are. I, I don't know if they snatched that off the internet already. Let me see. But I know it happened. There's a lot of articles about it happening. They're like, uh, yeah, this is happening, but we're not going to talk about it because exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to die today. So I'm not trying to lose all of my job. Nope. I like money. <laughs> right. Right. That is no so thanks. I have, wow. Wow. Did you find no, it? No, I just see the photos that she had already approved when they were little babies. So I don't. Nope, I have not. Ooh-wee. I need to find it, and I'm going to. Why I'm is going it black and white? In. I have more questions. Yes, and it's even. Oh, I found it. I'm tagging you guys. Hold on one second. I'm tagging her. I'm tagging Joe in it because. She needs to see this. She needs to see it. She has to. She needs. She must see it. She must. Yeah. There ain't nobody posting it on none of these news outlets. It's just a lot of. I'm scared to retweet the picture. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not redoing. Okay, I said. My live reaction here. Why is it a black and white photo? I have so many questions. I do. Isn't this crazy? Was it in a house? They're in the house. Yes. This this is obviously in someone's uh, home. <laughs> I was like, so somebody. On the one hand, it, the picture is beautiful. The children are adorable. That's what I'm saying. I love adorable. The, the cinematic quality of this photo. It is fantastic. 
I love Sir. He's it so is adorable. <laughs> Down to the animal print PJs. Love it. Right. But also, wow, wow, wow. Why would you dare? They probably have on like a mortgage payment. Yeah, it's, clothing. yeah it's probably two months worth of mortgage payment. Absolutely. Interesting. Oh, my God. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, wow. Okay. <laughs> How? So somebody. So if if something happens to to one of your loved ones, um, just know that they're the probably the ones yep, that if did they it. just disappear. That I just accept it. Everything yeah, has just, consequences. Just know, right? Because who right. told you? No to one. Do that? No one asked you to do this. Absolutely. If you had the pleasure. Of being in somebody's home, cause you know what, this might could have been in Miss T. <laughs> <laughs> this looked like a. These are my right. babies. This looked right. like one of and those. She told like an assistant and was like, "Yeah, yeah." And one of them came by her house and took a picture. This, this, what I think. I that's hope what it this is. is. I'm pretty sure this is because I just feel like if if you're in Beyonce's house, there's like some type of magnetize some type of force field <laughs> that uh, doesn't allow you to do right. anything just destroys images or your whole phone right this, this is definitely a grandma house situation True. like look I at think. my grandbabies looking beautiful at his phone look though. at my grandbabies okay so this is grooming right. that's how we say her name that's how we say grooming. her name <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. So that was my lighter note. What did you think about <laughs> Beyonce's awkward kiss with uh, what's his face? Oh my yeah. Harvey, you know what? I, I everyone is really to pieces about that. I had this conversation with my fiance, and he was like, Ah, I mean, I don't know. I was like, Would you get like upset if you saw a guy do that? And he was like, No, not really. I just, it's no, I guess he was like, That don't, it don't shake uh-huh. me like that I think it shake other people mm-hmm. and he was like and I don't really see her like looking like wiping yeah. wiping it off right. like, or, how or glaring at Jay-Z like really you're not gonna do nothing to stop this right <laughs> right and I was like and she's not afraid right. to do that like, right. <laughs> we've seen it We've seen I also it. just think it was him just being really uh, nervous. <laughs> Beyonce. Yeah, I think he was nervous because some. I mean, I can imagine like forgetting what yeah. I just did. Or said. Yeah. Right. So you know. So yeah. I I don't know you. I I I think I heard um like he was the donkey of the the day on um the Breakfast Club, and I was like, I feel him donkey only because it was really it was really awkward. It was awkward. It was awkward, but I I guess I don't think it's no. I, yeah, agreed. I don't like, think there's anything malicious I'm, behind it. I don't think he was like, "I'm gonna get mine while I'm here." I don't think that was it. Yeah. I think he was. I think it was what you said. He did it at first. They were talking, and then he's like, "Did I kiss? I'm gonna kiss you again." <laughs> <laughs> right. And and if it, it you know it's a thing that you do in Hollywood, mm-hmm. like. And all of them greet each other. Everybody greets yeah, each other yeah. like, "Oh hi, well, nice to meet you." You know, I don't know. He was, at, you know, my fiance. He's like, "Your family's friends. They do it all the time." Like I've seen them like literally, QVs on both mm. sides. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it didn't really bother me that much. It's just there. 
And it didn't look like it bothered the either. Queen. So as well. Good. I mean, if she wanted to end him, she could. So, I mean, that mm-hmm. would have been done. But yeah. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Did you catch this? Did you catch us? Us? No, I have not. Don't tell me about it. I shall. Uh-huh. I shall watch. I, I've been behind, folks. That's why you missed out on a few um, of our episodes because I've been moving. Yes. Planning a wedding. And yes. Have, um, yes. And holding down a job. All the time. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of juggling. I would advise no one to do this all the right, time. Right. Ever. Okay. Yeah. Did, take it one step at a time. Yeah. yeah. One baby step at a time. Absolutely. <laughs> moving sucks. Moving is a teenager's game. I'm fully committed in that. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm fully committed to paying yes. anyone. Yes. Almost move any amount of money stuff. to come do it for me. As a matter of fact, yeah. pack my stuff and move my stuff. Thank you so much. And then yes. unpack it. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I want. All right. Well, that is it for um pop culture quote just okay. for me okay. now we're hopping over to curvy geeky fangirl Ooh. just a moment Ooh. hey there lovelies this is joe aka the curvy geeky fangirl and if you want more curvy geeky fangirl you can find me all over the place like instagram twitter my own podcast fanbros.com and of course my website curvy geeky fangirl.com Hey, we have the pop culture cold stack. What you got to mm-hmm. say, Joe? First of all, shout out to this smooth transition. We've been recording for quite some time. I believe this is the easiest that we've had it in a long I time. I think, I swear it's my internet. Right? That's me. That's me. Look at this grow up. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a lot of stuff is happening in the pop, in the geek corner over here. What is it? Um, because um, Disney and Fox finally did their merger. As we all know, Fox was bankrupt. They were uh, dealing with some money uh, problems mm-hmm. at their studio house, and they decided to sell to Disney. So House of Mouse now owns a hell of a lot more than oh uh, they ever did. Oh, Disney's just dancing about in his... They're just rolling in it. They have a controlling stake in Hulu. I still don't know why Hulu's such a big deal. Like, I use Hulu. I know a lot of people who either know how to tap into Hulu or have the subscription, but it's basically cable. You're, it's basically cable. You still get commercials. But Harlots isn't on cable. Harlots is on cable. Really? Yeah. I thought it was a Hulu original series. No, it's out of England. <laughs> no. They can say it is because they were the first ones to broadcast it, but it's also on cable. On cable and BBC cable, or like what's yeah, the cable BBC. Oh, well, that's a little harder to get, y'all. Not really. You can get BBC in a basic package. You don't got to do a special order situation, right? I, so. I love my, I love my harlot. You love, you love your harlots, harlots and um, oh, what you call it? And uh, I'm Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid. I don't like commercials. I'm just not down with the commercials. I understand that's how they make me money. Mm-hmm. I'm just not with it. If I'm already paying you, why I gotta watch a commercial anyway? Oh my lord! But now well, you pay for cable control. and have commercials, <laughs> right? I did it. I didn't do this. So. Oh my lord! So okay. That is happening. Uh, there was a lot of people who lost their jobs though because of the merger. 
So there was a lot of, there was some sadness because it's a big studio house. Disney already has their own people for their studio house. They had a lot of duplicate uh, jobs and roles. And they were like, mm, no, not taking everybody over. No. Uh, what else? What else? Oh, but they, so they own a lot, but they don't own the Fox TV network. Thank God. So Woo! small blessings. You see, forget those there. Goodness. They yeah. have access. The big thing is that they have access to all those Marvel characters that Fox used to own. So X-Men, Fantastic Four. A lot, a lot of more characters, Wolverine, a lot more characters than they didn't have before. And a lot of characters that a lot of geeks like myself feel were treated terribly in Mm -hmm. Fox films. Mm -hmm. As you will see in Dark Phoenix that's trying to come out real soon, it's going to be very bad. So this is the third iteration of them trying to do that Dark Phoenix storyline. And uh, I just don't feel like it's just, it's, it's must, it must be just far too complicated for people to really get into, to, to really do it, right? No, it's not. They just refuse to do the world building around it. They have this like mentality. They can't go fully there without losing their audience, even though Marvel has been doing it for 10 plus years. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. So yeah, it's just crazy. They own the Simpsons. It's going to be to see how wow but the biggest news with the disney fox merger uh, a bunch of other crap is still going down there was a bunch of jk rowling backlash that happened uh, over about two weeks ago to now jk mm-hmm. rowling has slowly but surely continued to build herself a hole um as she goes on and on about the new iterations to her world of harry potter basically Harry Potter, as we all know, was a huge, huge success for J.K. Rowling. The books, the movies, all the other merchandising that came out of it. However, J.K. Rowling considers herself to be quite the liberal, but that was not present mm-hmm. in any of her books. Her books are about white people going through white people shit with magic. Yeah. With a token black person here. They're like, we have Neville. Right. Or she's like, we have Dean Thomas. We <laughs> Dean Thomas is supposed to be an American black kid who is living in Hogwarts for some reason. Oh my gosh. Was not played that way in any of the films. Um she's like we had Lavender and her sister. I want to say Lila. Basically Lavender. There sister. are two Ravenclaw witches who are brown. They're of Indian descent that she tries to count. They are blinking you miss. You don't see them hardly at all. So so she um, recently did Blu-ray commentary for her latest movie. Uh, I don't even remember what it's called. Is it the, the Adventures of Grindelwald or something? Fantastic Beaks and Where to Find Them. It's a sequel to that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've heard of this. And um, the movie didn't do great in the theater. It still made money. Yeah, that's the that's the guy. The guy, the lead in it is the one who won the Academy Award for um, playing that scientist that had um, that when he was um, yes. wheelchair bound. His name, yes, I forgot. Who passed away quite recently? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was about to say Steve no. Jobs. That's not no. who it is, guys. Yeah, not not no. that. But yeah, so the theory yes. of everything. He was the guy. His name's like Eddie Redmayne. Mm-hmm. Yes, Eddie Redmayne. He's like a. He's actually like a child, right? He's he's, he's quite <laughs> like he's a smooth like twenty. Does not, and he's like in his thirties. Yeah, he's quite yeah, ambitious, okay. boyish. 
But uh, yeah. But so her there was already scrutiny over the sequel to this movie because the the one person of color that they had in there was this Asian woman, and she's literally a slave, and treated as a sexual <laughs> object. And they were and she was like, but look, you're a slave. It was not great. So. She's did, she did the commentary for the Blu-ray for this movie and she just went for no reason, unprompted, into how sexual of a relationship two of the male characters from her film had. She has long ago added to the canon that Dumbledore, the head wizard in charge of Hogwarts, was actually a gay man who was in a love tryst with Grindelwald, who's been established as like the bad wizard in the early days of Hogwarts. She mm-hmm. retroactively added this after the book series finished. None of this was in the book series, but she wanted to make it clear that she also had gay representation in her books. But she doesn't. So there was already <laughs> like, that's weird to add in the aftermath. <laughs> that's kind of strange to have there because that's it's not very, true. Very, she said there was a secret Jewish character that was never mentioned in the books, but he exists. And people were like, what? What is, again, unprompted. Just Right. Nobody to nobody show inclusion. Anything. She tried to say Herm- Hermione was always supposed to be a black girl, but literally in the book, she describes how white Hermione is. Yeah. Oh, no, Hermione is super white. She talks about I mean, her pale the, skin and her her white the face. The cat. The. The. I mean, but if you wanted her to be something else, then you should have cast her. Questions. Questions. Okay. So many questions. Right, whatever. Well, she says. She didn't have. She, she wasn't in charge of casting for the films, which is why Emma Watson got to play her. But she did have. Mm-hmm. She did have uh, opportunity to cast her own in the play. They did a play to continue Harry on as well, mm-hmm. and that's when she made Hermione a black woman. Mind you, in the play, Hermione has some of the. She has. I know they don't say. I know they say there's no small parts, only small actors, but she has one of the smallest parts in the play. She just kind of shows up and worries and leaves. <laughs> I'm Basically, worried. then and then she gave us like a random tidbit about how wizards didn't use toilets; they just used their wands to get rid of waste. So they would just be walking around, peeing and pooping themselves, and then just use their wands to vanish it. So, like, it's been, there's a lot of unprompted. Uh, what are we talking about? Yes. Are you serious? <laughs> that was a real thing that she did. She's created something called Pottermore, which is like this online world where you too can join Hogwarts. It was one of their tips of the day that she added. It was just a lot of things. I mean, on the one hand, it's one thing to create this world with this one perspective. And then as time goes on, see like, ooh, this perspective wasn't as worldly as I thought it would be. It's one thing to just acknowledge it and be like, yeah, my bad. I really wanted it to be more inclusive in the future. As I'm working for these spinoffs and these sequels, I'm going to try to make it as inclusive as possible. It's another to say, no, it was always inclusive. And I'm about to make up a bunch of stuff and say it was true. So, so yeah. So J.K. Rowling faced that backlash. It was very strange. It made no sense. She's been accused of bandwagoning like when, <laughs> <laughs> when the other stuff is going on. And she's like, that's why I included this in my books. And they're like, no, bitch. No, you didn't do any of that. So, hysterical. But yeah, so that was going on with J.K. Rowling. Hopefully moving forward. She takes it at a better task and doesn't do a, you know, a Gina Rodriguez and just continue on talking about things like she learned nothing. So, right. Exactly. There's that. Um, Teen Titans, or Titans, the DC streaming show, 
had a historical casting because they casted a trans uh, man to play Ooh. to portray a character in one of their shows or one of their episodes for the, sh- the season coming up. It's particularly amazing because this particular actor not only is, is trans, but they're deaf as well. They're also wow. freaking gorgeous. The actor's name is Chella Man. Okay. He's a YouTuber, naturally. Mm-hmm. But he's known for his activism. He does, uh, part of what his pull is for YouTube mm-hmm. is that he showed his full transition. He shows, like, the realities of what it's like mm-hmm. to constantly be on the hormones, to get the top surgery. Top surgery is when you just remove, yeah, like a mastectomy. Mm-hmm. You remove your memories. So... And um, just being brutally honest about what it means to fully embrace this, the cost, the day-to-day life after that, because there's a lot of upkeep. And uh, like I said, also freaking gorgeous. So all of that is happening. And it's a bit, it's a huge deal because this is, although DC is centered in a lot of other ways of storytelling and plot line, and I don't know, planning for a lot of their movies. When it comes to inclusion, they are leaps and bounds ahead of Marvel. Marvel was definitely not thinking this way. Still not thinking this way when it comes to representation in their films and shows. So, good good on you. Good luck, Chella Man. I hope you kill it. Kill it. Absolutely. Kill it, Chella Man. Uh, we had an interview with Kit Harrington, who admitted that he had to go to therapy after everything was said and done about playing Jon Snow in Game of Thrones. What? Yeah. Well, so he was talking about how overwhelming the experience experience was on a whole. When Game of Thrones started, he was an obscure actor. No one had really seen him in anything. He only had small parts and a bunch of stuff. And when Game of Thrones took the fuck off right after the first mm-hmm. season, it was overwhelming because everybody knew his name. He became a fan favorite for the show. And as the story continued to grow and his character continued to grow and get more fanfare, he didn't know what to do, how to deal with all that attention. He also felt bad about not knowing what to do with all that attention. And then add to that all of the, uh, I guess, the emotions he had to go through, acting scenes and, and playing this part in this character kind of just really, really went through him. So he had to go to therapy. As soon as they wrapped up their last season, this latest season, he just took time away to go to therapy and work out a lot of feelings and kind of refocus on himself because he's kind of been in between this character and just living his life doing publicity for Game of Thrones this whole time. It's a very interesting article that he talks about. So, yeah, that all wow. happened. Uh, what else is happening? That's all amazing. Day. I can't wait. <laughs> Listen, I know that sounds good, but I'm like, yo, I would love that experience. <laughs> I can't imagine. I, listen, I, but I'm excited. Like I can't wait to be like all of a sudden, boom, boom, <laughs> everywhere, face everywhere, people hounding you, talking to you, like yep. they know you. He had a stalker. Like it's scary. It does sound scary for the introvert. That is me. That sounds terrifying. Mm-hmm. There is a safety in being invisible, and if you are like in in the spotlight, like he is, you can't be invisible. That is not an option. So, yeah. Yeah, so the the article is fascinating. It's all it's all over CNN. It's everywhere. If you search it, it'll come right up. But yeah, it's very interesting to see what he went through and how he tried. I just I'm just glad that he talked about going to therapy 
openly because it's usually not talked about at all. Right. It's a warfare that these poor actors probably go through when they are creating these characters and trying to do their best with them. So I take it. I like it. Also, the Joker trailer dropped today. That's the Walking Phoenix Joker. If yeah. you're confused, because there's a lot of Jokers running around right now. We had the Mark Hamill Joker that's in the animated films for DC. We had Jared Leto's Joker for Suicide Squad. Oh, side announcement. They're also rebooting Suicide Squad for some reason. So everything we watch in that first film, is we're supposed to ignore it. And they're going to start over with what? half the cast. Yeah. Yeah. Will Smith is no longer going to be in Suicide Squad. Well, yeah. I didn't think he was going to stay there very much longer. He was one of the highlights from the first film. So I remember, I but you know, now he's like, I'm doing other shit. That's what I want to do. Like, Listen, I don't. Like if he, he has time to, to be in a Bollywood movie, a <laughs> sequel, no doubt, he should have time to do this. Okay? He's like, I've got my own show now. I don't Listen. need. I don't need you people. Listen, Will Smith. So yes, anyway. So yeah, um, there's so they're redoing that, but they're not going to include Joker. In this Suicide Squad. Mm. They didn't need to include Joker in the last Suicide Squad. So, okay. But so, but they're re, now they're revamping Joker and they're doing it with Joaquin Phoenix. So Joaquin Phoenix is taking up the mantle of doing Joker. And they have it set up. The style of this trailer is not like any of the DC films before it. They're taking it in a very serious tone. There's been a lot of comparisons between this Joker and Tech. Is it Taxi Driver? Cab Driver? The Robert De Niro film. The whole You Talking to Me. I don't see you talking to nobody else talking to me. Yeah, are you talking to me? That film. There's a lot of comparisons to the the look and the feel between that film and this film. And the trailer looks really, really good. It does look really good. But it's also DC. So who knows how long that's going to hold out or what we're actually going to get. But it's out. So if you want to search it, you can check it out. On My Block dropped on Netflix. The sequel, season two, is out. A lot of questions get answered. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. The first season. Oh, my gosh. I know. So, I, was, I was on the floor. Literally. We, we had, like, a whole episode. Like, we're yeah, about. Recapping feelings. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so. also how much of a standout Ruby was. Oh, Ooh, my gosh. Ruby! So great. But yeah, mm-hmm. so the gang is back. Spoilers, it's all of them. They're all back. They spoiled yes. it in the teaser trailer coming back. They did. Back. I was which I look like I was I was actually okay because I'm telling you because I knew that they were gonna be in there. Right. <laughs> Table I, I was <laughs> done. I was finished, actually. I was completely finished. Just what? But it's still really, really good. The writers did a really good job of still divesting in these kids and telling their stories and the harsh realities of living in a, war- in a warfare zone, basically, and what that's like day to day. But th- apparently, there was also scandal with the first season of On My Block that I was not aware of until I started watching the second season. In, I want to say, the very first episode of the second season, they do a full shade reading of a character. Mm. And I was like, why is this here? What is going what is going on? So I did search it. Apparently, the young lady who plays Olivia from the first season mm-hmm. had some problematic stances. Read her ass. Yeah. Read her ass, bro. Apparently she is a str- she's a Trump supporter. She's a she also is against immigration. 
as well, which is crazy because she is playing a character who's directly affected by immigration policies. And she's not Hispanic. I just don't even know how she got... I just... I really don't know how this passed. She is not of Latinx descent. She's not Hispanic at all. uh, And they call all of that out in the first season. In the first episode. So I'm like, oh, wow. But yeah, but apparently it appeased a lot of fans. Apparently a lot of people were like, what the heck is happening? Why is this here? So they answer a lot of things. So if you get a chance to binge it, it's real short. The episodes are only like 20 minutes each. And mm-hmm. there's only eight of them, ten of them maybe. Yeah. So it's not long. It's real quick watch. Highly recommend it. Continuing on with Netflix, uh, The Stranger Things t- uh, third, yeah, third season trailer also dropped. Ooh. Also looks insane. They're bringing in the mall, eighties and the mall. They go hand in hand. It was a huge thing. It's a big thing. It was a big thing. That's what you did for the weekend. You didn't go to the movies. We're going to the mall now. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So people are checking that out. Sabrina is coming back this Friday. Part two of her story is is dropping in full binge glory. It is a surprisingly dark show. So please, please prepare yourselves for that. But yeah, that is also dropping. And that is going to wrap it up. For the Kirby Kiki Fango Corner. All of those shows, two weeks worth of news for you guys. Woohoo! All right there. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Boom. All right. Well, there we go. You want to move over to unpack this? Yes, we shall be unpacking in just a moment. All right. Hey. Hi. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. We made it deliciously just for you. Mm-hmm. So please follow us on all of our socials on Instagram, Twitter, and of course our website, thepocpodcast.com. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Yay. Yay. All right. We are in, finally in our Unpack This section, and we are talking about cancel culture. Yes, we are here. To talk about everyone is canceled. Okay. <laughs> you canceled, you canceled. You canceled, and you canceled, and you canceled. Honestly, before I did a deep dive into this topic, I didn't see what the problem was, honestly. Because in my mind, cancel culture really only exists on social media. And you can literally turn social media off. You don't have to stay attached to it. But then I saw, like, oh, no, there's ramifications and consequences that happen with cancel culture. Can get mad messy. So what is cancel culture? So according to Urban Dictionary, where we get all of our definitions, the counseling or cutting of support for a celebrity or other known persons due to opinions slash actions that others find acceptable. That's what cancel culture is really about. So basically public shaming essentially. Mm -hmm. R. Kelly got canceled. People were on the fence about whether or not to cancel Michael Jackson, depending on who you talk to. Which also, that that documentary is terrifying. So, but yes. So basically, I thought we'd go over the good and the bad of cancel culture. So, Ms. Shay, do you want to talk about the bad points of it or the good points of it? What would you like to dissect first? Um, I would like to talk about the good points of it. Cancel culture to me. Um, what I do 
think about it is mm-hmm. good is I I think that it shows that this generation um, uses social media to come together. Mm-hmm. There's a come togetherness. Uh, yes, absolutely. That is associated with cancel because you yourself can't cancel somebody. I mean, you can. They can be canceled for you, mm-hmm. but it does not have the impact of like canceling like an entire celebrity with the backing of a lot of people. That is true. There has been, you know, canceling of people that, you know, sometimes really just don't need the attention. They need to be canceled for a moment, like Kanye West. (laughs) Sometimes canceling is for the best. Yes. You are in a time of need and you don't need any more attention until you, you know, get your shit together right and, and and a lot of times with the canceling i find is they're canceling you because of something you said that is extremely problematic like slavery was a choice yeah. or i would have voted for president trump had i not been a canadian right. you know, things <laughs> like things like that um you know it does end up uh, canceling or you know pushing it's youth the youth are using it as a way to push away these uh, negative um, viewpoints that celebrities tend to have which normally when a celebrity says something a lot of people you know follow towards it but I what I think is interesting about it is the fact that a celebrity someone like Kanye West or Shania Twain or, mm-hmm. you know, or Diddy or, so, you know, somebody mm-hmm. big or whatever can say something and the world can actually disagree. Like, yeah. I think, you know, or Kanye or Erica Badu, I mean, she said something pretty problematic about, you know. R. Kelly. Yeah. R. Kelly, well, about, even going further back than that, like about how these, oh, well, what's that about R. Kelly when she was like, you know, these school girls are wearing short skirts yes. and they're basically, yeah, yes. okay, well, well, yeah, yes. girl, because I didn't even hear the R. Kelly part. I was, I wouldn't even think about that. I was thinking about the fact that you think that your daughter or whoever should not be wearing, like, these skirts because, yeah. you know, men folk, the men folk. Right, they need to dress for men. Absolutely not. Our problems are being you know, accosted. Right, by all this temptation. By their legs, their young legs. How dare you? You know, you you have caused them to sin. Exactly. They saw a collarbone and some ankle, and I mean... They've lost it. Right? (laughs) Right. Lost it. Exactly. And and it's your fault, honestly, you 13-year-old girl. You have complete control over another grown person. Absolutely. Even though you're wearing a uniform that is mandated by the institution of education that you attend. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. No, 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 darling, no. No sense. With your development going about, you know. Yeah. No, I agree. I I think a good part of cancel culture is that it encourages real time consequence, or at least real time exploration into a norm that we otherwise wouldn't have really questioned and just been mm-hmm. like, well, they're celebrities. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's more like it. it I feel like it kind of it makes them check themselves. Like it makes them like, you know what? 
shoot, you know, that I, I feel like, you know, a lot of times when you get to that that arena, you have a ton of yes men. Like, yes, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. you you're, yes, Mr. Kanye. Yes, Mr. Ms. Erica Badu. Yes, 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 yes. And then all of a sudden the culture, like, you hear a big hell no. Yeah. That's a hell no. Yeah. In a big you know, way. You are really being a far more conscious and I think that I think that's the beauty of cancel culture that like you know people are are doing more thinking outside of what a celebrity says or a person absolutely they're not just taking it at its word they're like right what? what's the sustainability of this what does this actually mean yeah this to me i feel like they're, they're starting to question the norm and I, I i think there's nothing wrong with that it's it's good to finally have a a, a vocal discourse true yeah true. like out, outside of just like well i don't know if that's right you know, but you know they get to and allowing them to to push this the these negative or incorrect right uh, theories Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree. But and I also so, think that with great power comes great responsibility. Yes, absolutely. So what's the negative side? Neg- for me, I think the bad side of cancel culture is that it's really easy to lose the context mm-hmm. of what's going on when we just start canceling people based mm-hmm. off of sound bites or word bites or whatever. Because right. you, you eventually start losing the whole story. That happened on Facebook. That's, that's one of the big issues Facebook is constantly dealing with with their fake news is that it's so easy to spread misinformation so quickly. Mm-hmm. A, people don't really have the attention span to sit there and really look, dive deep and look into what's going on. Right. They do kind of take the clickbait title at its word and just keep it moving. Right. Which is terrible, which is bad. It also leads to bandwagoning. So you have people who haven't even seen a little clickbait Mm-hmm. but they think they understand what's going on and they just also want to join in so they can get some attention and right. jump on and with no understanding of what's going on. Absolutely. There's also not a lot of room for redemption when you do cancel right. culture. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I, I do have to say that um, what, what is what is it that um, the Charlemagne the God mm-hmm. says that uh, Malcolm Little would have never become Malcolm X. Mm. Never been allowed to become Malcolm X in this culture because mm-hmm. of the the cancel culture, or you know, people are able to just kind of dig up something that they did in the past, and it's like, well, this is what you did back then, you, right? You can't evolve. You're the same today and tomorrow, and I'm like, the only person that's like that is God, you know? <laughs> like, right? Like, really, to me, that's it. And I feel like he's still kind of like. You y'all really know me, <laughs> right? Right. So you can't even say, you know, that you that I I'm I'm gonna be this one way this whole time. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I think there's something to be said about like, you know, that there is no redemption in cancel culture, right? Yeah, right. And once once they're canceled, they're like, no, don't support them. Period. It's not to say that there's not room for it, period, but you have to work 50 times harder to get back mm-hmm. into those good graces. Yeah. Especially when you're talking about money. 
Like, right. like Shay said, this does affect, unfortunately, brands start looking at what's happening with cancel what, culture. Look, brands are looking at cancel culture. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They're like, ooh, we can't be sidelined. Well, look look at the, the education scandal that happened with, with, these, with these parents buying their way, buying their children's way into these schools. Uh, Lori Laughlin, is that her last name? Yeah, Lori Laughlin's daughter was a YouTuber. She had mm-hmm. all these brand deals with big names, Target, Sephora, mm-hmm. uh, L'Oreal, a bunch of other like big, big brands lost a lot of them because of the scandal that broke down because there's a lot of negativity associated with her name, with her own brand, with what's going on. And granted, I'm not really going to shed any tears over this little rich white girl not getting <laughs> more money. But I mean, if you're thinking about it business-wise, that's a terrible hit for your business. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, clearly she's going to come out of it fine, but yeah. so for some other people, they don't and they never recover. And then they're just, they're just, lost. now they're just without because of like one incident that, what, that happened, or maybe a lot of the time it's something that they put themselves in and that mm-hmm. this is one of the consequences to that. But also like the, the other thing that worries me now that I've dived deeper into it is the fallout for the people around them like the people that aren't necessarily directly associated with what's happening and why we're canceling this particular celebrity or whatnot but like the kids that they also have to deal with like when they go to school Mm -hmm. they got to deal with the taunting because they know who their parents are or or a spouse or a cousin or parents who Mm -hmm. who know they are associated with this particular celebrity that's a lot of fallout. That's a lot of turnover because mm-hmm. of this culture. And especially this type of culture that really emboldens you to just speak out your neck because you don't think there's any real consequence to you who's doing the counseling. Because you're like, I'm just a regular run-of-the-day person. But you right. have the power to affect all this change. So, yeah. Right. It's a lot. I think cancel culture cancel culture goes both ways. I like that it is forcing a lot of people to and, rectify. And to a me, lot of it forces problems. change it though. Does. Yeah, like like with the whole Gucci thing, like yeah. a lot of these brands that have been canceled due to their, you know, overt racism. Yes. You know, I I have to say I I love it. I think yeah. cancellation is almost like another form of like, you know, like boycotting it is you know, it is it's a, a, it's a bit of a boycott you know mm-hmm. and you know i i, I think boy unfortunately boycotting can you know like anything can get out of turn if if you allow it true you know? so and that is true so uh, yeah i think we should cancel with uh with control we need, yeah. we need control can, can, cancel cancel with yes exactly Exactly. Like Bill Cosby did what to a bunch of women? Absolutely. Let's go ahead and cancel this. Yeah, yeah cancel. Right. This is not a great plan. Mm-mm. Oh, Omari, Omari decided to kiss Beyonce, but it was awkward as We well. don't need to cancel. We don't, we need, don't to cancel. need to cancel. <laughs> that's another thing. Yeah, like that's one thing we're like, why we're canceling him? Yeah. And Daniel Caesar asked us to cancel him. Right. <laughs> exactly exactly you didn't have to do a whole lot of work there right i mean it's it's a wild time someone threw in like the chris rock example because chris rock which i didn't think was a great example i mean chris rock is a known comedian 
But for the kids, they don't know who the heck Chris Rock is. They might know mm-hmm. some of his older stuff, but he doesn't ha- hold the same, like, same ten amount as like somebody like Kanye West or something else. Yeah. When it comes to pop culture, but there was a very old clip of a, I don't know whose show it was, but it's a clip of him, Jerry Seinfeld, um, Louis, whatever his C-Clark, last name. Yeah, yeah, Lu- yeah, Louis C.K. C.K. Yeah. And uh, this English uh, Gervais. So, well, Jerry Gervais. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting around talking about what they do in comedy, what they do for their stand-up. And um, they were talking about using the word nigger and how, like, you know, they wonder if it's something that they that's appropriate for their stand-up or whatnot. And Chris Rock goes and says that Louis C.K. was got a pass. He was allowed to say it. Because he, what he what, in his words, he was the whitest black person he knew. It's like, okay. Okay, great. Wonderful. It was a very, very, very old clip. And it just showed that portion of it. I mean, the context doesn't really help it either because it comes out of nowhere either way. Mm-hmm. But th- there was a whole cancel movement for, for, for Chris Rock for a, for a little bit. That's crazy. It is insane, which is hysterical because then he was at the NWACP Awards talking shit about Jesse Smollett. So, you know. It just goes in fun circles. Oh, dear. Fun, fun, fun circles. But yeah, so I mean, cancel culture has a, I think it's a, a creative tool, honestly. I do think it's a creative tool. But I also mm-hmm. think it's a tool that get used that gets used an awful lot. Yeah, absolutely. Without any warranty. So everyone's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so I don't think it's a bad idea to just be like, is this something we need to rally around? Or is it something that was just terrible and we should let it go? Right. Yeah, and yeah, and that's all I got for cancel culture. You got anything else you want to add? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> right? D- don't cancel us, guys, please. Right? Mm-hmm. No cancel cultures for this. No, please don't cancel culture. Don't cancel the people of culture. <laughs> right? Right? Yes. Um. I'm wondering if there's, uh, I'm, I'm wondering who's going to be canceled next. I, you know, I know they, they're canceling Cardi B for, um, what did she do? Uh, oh, dr- she, yeah, drugging and drugging potentially and stealing stuff. and or just hustling these guys Yeah, for more money. On the one hand, a lot of people that were upset were <laughs> self-proclaimed meninists. Yeah. Which is the most ridiculous word ever, but you know. Well, to me, I, I if if you're if you're claiming that like the her like is like retribution for R. Kelly, that's the part I have an issue with. Yeah, it's not an you know even I mean? comparison at all. Like I was like, what? She wasn't grooming these men, right? <laughs> these were grown ass men. <laughs> They're so. These were grown-ass men that were trying to get sex out of her. And honestly, I'm biased. I was like, that's a good hustle. Honestly, if you get it, that ensures your safety. I mean, this is the type of clientele you're going to run into. They're not nice guys who are just like, That's what I'm trying to say. Y'all make it seem like it was these, you know, uh, these square dudes with, like, good jobs (laughs) and families. Who didn't know what was happening. They were like, what? We just saw this nice girl and right. you know, we wanted to help her out. I wanted to get to know and her she better. She just drugged me. <laughs> and then next thing I know, I'm awake 
and all of my stuff is gone. Like, no, these these were fools who knew what they were getting into. They were probably right. trying to hustle they was her. Trying to get some ass exactly. And, and she was probably just trying to insure the bag. Yeah. Say that they're gonna give her so much and such money, and then you know she probably got gypped several times. She probably. But it also ensures her safety. She talks about her come up and how difficult mm-hmm. it was and what the struggle was like. Women have to think like that so that they don't get raped or murdered right so i didn't hate the game and i i even gave her extra kudos for phrasing it in in the way that she did she never puts it in her music because she's not proud of having to do that she's not happy about it yeah and i thought crystal did a great job of comparing her to that rick ross quote because rick ross was straight up saying how great it was to do it yeah she didn't even know it like no wow no no so yeah. calm it down. It's not in her music. There's no need to cancel Cardi. I know people have been trying to come after Cardi since she had her come up. It is one of, unfortunately, it's one of the pillars of coming up and all this ridiculous, stupid hatred over mm-hmm. teeny, teeny little things. Because Misery right. loves company. Absolutely. But I also think it was brought on by the fact that she's going to be in that Hustler movie where she's going to be playing a stripper who basically built these Wall Street fools out of money. Mm-hmm. but which I'm also very happy to support although I don't yeah. understand the casting for this movie but okay mm-hmm. but okay I'm still trying to figure out what J-Lo is playing is she going to be a madam there's no way she's going to be a stripper if she's tripping they tripping like I'm just I, I, don't I know. have never been to a strip club that included somebody who was in the 50s ever not welcome to the 50 right 50 and loving it like i've never i've never been to one i've been to some where they do have a little bit of diversity like you might get a bunch of white girls and one black girl you need to be open-minded yo what's wrong with you this movie is all over the place the age ranges are everywhere from like 18 to damn near 60 what what? So many. I mean, J Lo is banging, but also why? Why is why is this happening? So questions. Questions upon questions. Upon questions. So but either way, yeah. That's all I got for uh the People of Culture podcast. You got anything else you want to add? Uh no, I'm actually all out. Um I'm all out uh but- I'm all out, y'all. I'm all out. <laughs> yes, I'm. I have so y'all. You guys, just just pray for me. I have so much, going <laughs> so much going on. Yes, but also give her some kudos. Hit us up at our Twitter handle, the POC Podcast, and say uh, congratulations to Miss Shay. Uh-huh. impending nuptials that are going to be happening quite soon oh dear I know I have my front row ticket and yes, I'm waiting <laughs> you have your front row I ticket I have my front row ticket it's going to be a blast mm-hmm. formal attire only okay guys yes please <laughs> right? don't come in your drag of a drag <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So where can they find you, Miss Shay? They can find me at Shay Sheree Show on everything. And oh, oh that's she, nice. yes, as well as uh I think she knows 
with you know hey. the accent over the e on twitter yeah what about you jim yeah and you can find me as curvy Gucci fangirl all the places as well and by all the places it's really too it's like twitter and instagram yeah but um <laughs> all the places that matter exactly all those places that matter you can hit us up on our our website i have a website for curvy geeky fangirl.com and we have mm-hmm. one for the plc podcast yeah as well and uh all of our other things if you guys have ideas or you just want to give us a shout out you can also email us at the plc podcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear your take on whether or not cardi b should be canceled mm-hmm. or she what shouldn't be or what i don't I, I mean i'd I'd I love to hear your view sure right <laughs> right sure the one thing about emails that we also can just delete doesn't matter anyway yeah <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to cancel right. this email. See, it works. Yeah, it works cancel for all culture. Mm-hmm. Insanity. But, yep, that's about it. I hope you guys have a good week. Yeah. Anything else, Miss Shay? Nope, that's it for me. All right. Catch you guys later. Catch you later. Bye. Bye.